welcome to Sparkle Speak. This is a podcast sponsored by Sparkle, which is a Christian women's ministry designed to connect women with the purpose of inspiration and encouragement. Each week, we will interview a new guest who will share her personal experience with Christianity. Whether you identify yourself as a Christian or not, this podcast is for you, and our intent is always to inspire one another through our own unique and individual stories of how God has moved and shaped us. Wherever you are listening today, we hope you enjoy this story of faith. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sparkle Speak. I'm your host, Catherine, and as you know, each week we chat with a guest who shares her personal story of how she came to know the Lord, and today we are honored to have Haley with us. Um, Haley grew up in a small town in Michigan, and she now lives in the metro Detroit area. She is a guest service coordinator at a uh, pretty big church in the area, um, actually the church I grew up in, so that's pretty cool, a little connection there. Um, so thank you for being with us today, Haley. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So we're just going to dive right in like we do with all of our guests. And, um, I would love to know your answer to this. Um, and the first question is what does Christianity mean to you? You know, Catherine, I think this is a very, um, honestly challenging question because Christianity can mean so many different things but I think what personally resonates with me is um, when to be a Christian means to be selfless and I think as humans it's so it's so normal and natural to be selfish and to want what we want and to desire what we want and to be who we want to be. But what it means to really follow Jesus is to be selfless, to not go after what we want, but to follow the will of the Lord and to love our neighbors, even when it might be hard, not to um, just do what exactly we want, be who we want, but to, to challenge ourselves and to be walking like Jesus, which is loving one another and, and just cons- consistently just bowing before the Lord and saying, what do you have for me? It is not my will, but your will be done just like Jesus did to the Lord. Mm. Wow. I love that answer. I hadn't ever like thought of that, you know, as being a definition for Christianity, but you're absolutely right. That is, I mean, following Jesus is everything. So it's everything. And it's so easy just to be caught up in what the world tells you you want. But it's, it's to remember that Christianity is not doing exactly what you want, but doing what Jesus wants for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the dying to ourself. Yeah, Um, exactly. mm -hmm. And you're right, it's so unnatural for us as humans, too. Right. And I think as a woman, I, I love to be selfish. Oh, I love it. Love it. Love it. Just it's in my human nature to want to spend money on my nails instead of giving to the Lord. It's so easy just to desire other things, but it's, it's so important to be selfless. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, 100% and follow Jesus's example, just like you said. I think that's very, very well stated. Um, Christianity, actually, I think I mentioned this on one of the, the past episodes, but Christianity actually means little Christs. So you're absolutely right. It's like just following Jesus and who he was and who he was, was completely selfless. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, great. Well, I want to hear your personal story too. So this is a question we love asking our guests and you can take as long as you want to answer this. Cause I know that it's not, you know, normally, a. um, a quick answer. <laughs> so feel free to talk as long as you want on this one. But um, when did you first start identifying yourself as a Christian and how did you come to know the Lord? Um, or were there any experiences like that helped change your view of God and who he was? Yeah. So I was raised in a church in a Christian home um, where Every Sunday we went to church and we were a part of the youth group and things like that. And I, I really felt like I, as a young kid, had a desire to follow the Lord. Um, and I actually grew up with very, very sick and with lots of illnesses. I had six different diseases and was extremely um raised in a home that prayed over me continually, where we prayed for healing and miracles and um, just believed for a new beginning, a new change for my life. And when I was around the age of 12, we believed I was fully healed by the Lord. And um, I had a really bad lung illness and it just completely went away. Well, fast forward four years, I was now 16 and I was now done with puberty and all of my illnesses came back and they came back worse. Mm. And we started to get quite a few tests done and things like that. And I think that's when my faith was for the first time really shaken, really, um, did I actually believe and healing, and miracles, and God, and in a relationship with God, when when good things could happen, but then bad things could happen too, and it's always that question of good and evil, and um, and I think at a young age, sixteen years old, I really questioned that, and really started to dive into what would faith look like if I was sick, not if I had this huge miracle, but what if. What if I had to live this life that was very challenging for me? And um, as I I decided that I was going to live out faith, even if it was a struggle, even if it challenged, and I just started to take step by step, and I think um, step by step towards the Lord. And I think that taking step by step towards the Lord, even when you don't understand, is really what faith is. And I think that's the moment where I really grasped how good of a God I served. And fast forward a little bit longer, um, I then was 21 and started getting some genetic tests done and found out I had uh, a pretty severe lung disease called primary ciliary dyskinesia, which is the sister um, disease to cystic fibrosis. And, and this disease would ch- 
would in the sense change the course of my life where I would be reliant on modern medicine and physical things to help me breathe. And I think at 21, the the ability to look back at the past five years of living that sick life and knowing that God was good in the midst of being sick was such a foundation that even in getting a name for the disease, I actually was so founded in God that even through the struggle, God still could be good. And really learning that God being good didn't mean life was easy, but really learning that God being good meant he would care for me and take care of me. And that can come in so many different ways than just being healthy. And and I think that was really where those five years, I really just learned that God was good and that that was my view of God, even in the midst of struggles. Mm. That's amazing. That's so cool that you have that perspective. Um, I want to ask you a quick question. I think, I mean, there's so many questions actually I have for you. <laughs> um, but when you, you said that like early on, you decided that, you know, you step-by-step, step, you were going to get closer to God. So what exactly like did that look like for you? Like what was the step-by-step process that you kind of took to kind of journey there? Yeah, I think step-by-step really looked like um, tier by tier, if I'm going to be honest. And um, pity party by pity party, like it's, that's real life is to have pity parties. But in those moments where you're you're at your lowest, it's actually crying out to the Lord. And by crying out to the Lord, what that really means is take a moment. I took a moment to play a worship song in the midst of my tears Mm -hmm. and to not only sing the song, but let the words be a prayer. And, um, and with that, that was taking steps to the towards the Lord and 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 to read my Bible, to do devotions, to listen to podcasts, to do things that help you understand different views of the Lord. I love your question, what does Christianity mean to you? Because it's going to be different on many of the podcasts, but everyone has to find their definition. And what that looks like is taking steps towards your towards God in the midst of your challenges by really asking the deep questions and then diving into the word or really asking a deep question and taking a moment to meditate on it and be silent with the Lord. Mm, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. I could not agree more. Actually, it makes me think of, um, there was an analogy I heard one time. Um, there was, a girl I was talking to and she was going through a a challenging point in her faith where she was kind of questioning things and, you know, wasn't so sure that she could trust God and, and the foundation of truth that she had learned. Um, and she was talking to a mentor and the mentor was like, you know, this is actually not 
a bad thing though, to be in that place, because really sometimes what challenges do and challenging points in our life where we're questioning a lot is it's kind of like, if you think of a chair, um, sometimes the legs of the chair get like broken off and they just completely fall away. But what that does is gives a chance for that chair to get rebuilt with even stronger, sturdier legs is the foundation. Um, And sometimes we have to go through that rebuilding process of even like rebuilding our faith from the ground up. Like, what do we believe? Like, do we really, really believe we can actually trust God for the things that matter, like our health, Um, like your story? Um, And so, yeah, that just came to mind. Yeah, that that's beautiful. And I think he wants to rebuild us, you know, and our, our tough times is where he wants to be a part of us, or our story. I, I think something I truly deeply believe is that God's not looking down at me and, and saying, you know, good is coming, or you'll feel better soon, but he really, and he may be, but what, what I like to view is in the midst of the hard time, God is actually sitting next to me, holding my hand. Mm. And he's, he's sad with me. I'm so sorry this is happening, but I'm here to come for you. And I think that's in life. People can't change your circumstances, but there's such power when someone sits with you and is, and can be there with you. And I think that's how I really view God as a strength to me. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. Just because you mentioned this, what's um like one of your favorite worship songs that that you like to go to in those moments or like um artists? Oh. Oh gosh. You're asking me a question where I don't know the name of the song, but um I know, sorry, I'm putting you on the spot. No, you're totally good. You might have to cut some of this out, but um, it talks about every breath I breathe. Oh, I know this. Oh, I totally know what you're talking about. It is a beautiful song. Um, Oh my gosh, I can't think of the name either. (laughs) Um, I cannot, I cannot think of it. Um, but yeah, that's one of my favorite songs. Like I think about the, where it's like my, with my lungs, with every breath, I will praise you or something like that. It's kind of an old song. Oh, it's every breath by Hillsong. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Awesome. That's great. Well, um, I would love to end on this question just to encourage our listeners, but do you have, um, any advice or a favorite verse or just something you've been learning lately that, that you could encourage people with? Yeah, I think, um, right now I keep thinking of second Corinthians 4, 16, 18, um, where it says, therefore we do not lose heart through outwardly we are wasting away yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day for our light and for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us on an internal glory that far outweighs them all and then number verse 18 says so we fix our eyes not on what is seen but what is unseen since what is seen is temporary but what is unseen is eternal 
And I think life, even in this season where a lot of us are going through, it's constantly what we hear, what we see, what we, what people are talking about is just so um, controversial or struggling or um, saddening, or there's just so much things in the world right now. And sometimes we just have to remember that what is unseen is Jesus and faith and love sometimes and that is eternal and God is there and I think you know one of my favorite analogies I talked about is sometimes in life we're going through a tunnel and if you're in the metro area uh, metro Detroit area you think of 696 right those long tunnels with the lights on the side and if the lights were on the side you wouldn't be able to see the end of the tunnel and sometimes that's life we're not able to see the end of a tunnel of a season we're in but what the lights can be is those friends the Lord gives you or that modern medicine the Lord gives you or your spouse or your church community or your small group. It's those moments where we have to look at, at not what is so dark, but what is light in our life. And that is the Lord and his eternalness is good. And so my my favorite thing I challenge even myself with is that even in hard seasons, I need to focus on God and then his gifts to me, which are also little lights in my life. Yeah, every good gift is from above. Yeah. I love that verse. That's great. And I'm going to throw this one at you too. Sorry, I didn't prepare you for this question. I love it. I love but um, what would you say like to someone who is maybe just seeking out who God is for the first time, maybe, or trying to deepen their relationship with him for maybe the first time? Like what would be just, I don't know, some, some advice or just some encouragement you would have for, for people like that? Yeah, I think my advice would be what does it take to fall in love with someone in the real world it takes time it takes quality time it takes um learning about them and getting to know them better and that's the same with god is to fall in love will take time when you're really first seeking him don't expect to always feel those perfect moments with him but take the time to get in his word and to learn about him and to listen to those worship songs and those moments of that people talk about where calmness overcomes them or joy overcomes them they will come they will come and I think that it it just it's a beautiful love story if you let it be. And I, that would be my advice. What, what, what was the other question you asked? Advice or? Yeah, advice or encouragement. So I think you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, yeah I think. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Some people, I've heard this um, 
and even myself, you know, it, it's like sometimes if it doesn't happen instantaneously, like overnight, your life doesn't look drastically different. You know, you can think, oh, you know, what is this Christianity thing all about? Aren't I supposed to like be different now? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think that was really, really great advice, just that it takes time and commitment and dedication and a desire to know him. And um, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for asking that. Yeah. Thank you so much, Haley. Well, this has been awesome. I appreciate you sharing your story so much. And I don't think I know that someone listening is going to be encouraged by it. So thank you. I really, really appreciate it. And um, yeah, I'm glad we, we got connected. So have a great rest of your day and thanks for hopping on the call. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Sparkle Speak. If you are interested in following us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at underscore sparklefaith underscore or at sparklefaith.com. There you can find information on upcoming events and speakers. And please feel free to reach out to us if you have a personal story of faith that you would be willing to share with us. We hope you tune in again next week and we hope your week is full of the sparkle we all need. Hello, my name's Rachel Carmen, and I want to invite you to come over and listen to my podcast. It's called Real Refreshment. For years and years as a young mother, I chased after the wind, thinking that the world could offer me the refreshment I longed for. But it was only when I discovered it in the person of Jesus Christ that I really found refreshment. Come on over and join me as we dig into Bible study. I'll see you there.